what's this? And I said, what does it look like? <laughs> I said, did you go charge me with shit or what? He said, oh, he stuffed it in his pocket, fam. He didn't even put it in evidence. He stuffed the shit in his pocket, told me I got to get a tow. Oh, we're going to tow it. So they eventually they towed it to some thing in Richfield. So look, like getting back to that Oldsmobile where the motor fell out. So, you know, around that time, fam, you know me, I was a settlement guy. A couple months later, when, it's, you know, maybe, you know, when we opened the shop, we just had CDs, mixtapes, and incense. We, we just didn't really have nothing. And then what eventually happened is, um, a settlement came. So I bought some Jordans, I bought some shoes and shit like that. Um, and then I said, okay, I'm about a, uh, a Regency. I bought, it was a 98 Regency, bro. Um, and I think, damn, what happened to that car? No, I, oh, I bought, remember, I bought a blue one. Remember the blue one? I had a blue one that I bought, right? Mm-hmm. I bought the blue one. And that one, I was driving. I was on my way to the chiropractor. And I'm coming off of, I'm on 35. You know where Stinson Boulevard is, bro? Going towards hey, Brighton. Hey, bro, before you get to the point, yeah, you got to yeah, pull I was up doing that, a good You got to pull up that Fred Flintstones, Flint, Flint man. The, 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 the yabba, sound dabba, effects, dude, man. Fam, I was when, the they, yabba, when they paddle with their feet, you got to put swear, that part I swear, fam, it was the yabba dabba do. Like, I ain't never had my feet where I'm sitting there, Fred Flintstone, yabba dabba do, and I'm feeling the whole subframe fall under me. I'm like, damn, I'm not going to make it. It was so shocking, fam. It was so shocking. I'm trying to turn the steering wheel, and when you turn the steering wheel, and it keeps going over and over and over and over, I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, yo, I'm like, man, I'm not gonna make this, bro. And I, I don't know how I ended up. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how I ended up, but I ended up on the Brimmer Bank lawn. I ended up on a Brimmer Bank lawn, and so. I was right on the bank and people were looking like, why is this dude on the get lawn together. of the bank? No, they looking at you like, get it together. Get it together. And I could see the bank teller, they kind of looked out the window like, is this nigga on crack? And they had a little smirk. That was the assault to injury. Like, dude, I don't know how I made it. It must have been God. I don't know how I made it off that highway. Bro. That shit was crazy. And then and remember I, I called the dude up. I called it when the tow look when the tow truck came, he says, How did you end up here? And I'm like, I don't know. And I called the dude back. Remember, I called the dude back. I'm like, man, what's up with this car? The whole engine fell out. He tried to he tried to look, bro. He tried to 50 fake me, like, oh, I'm not gonna call you back. That's when I called you up, bro. And you ain't that bird beak. You told him his name was Donald, Donald Smith. He said, hey, uh, my client, Mr. Pierces, <laughs> he got spooked, fam. He called me right back. He called me immediately. I said, damn, fam, be, fam be on it. Like, I, because I'm like, yeah, this- man, I told him, this is Joey L. Pileski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down here at the firm here. Yeah, yeah, we're, we've been doing an investigation on you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen here. If you don't, you don't satisfy my client this moment, bro, this here moment, I swear we have the Channel 9 news down there right now. Bro, he called yeah, me back in two minutes. Literally, he called me back in two minutes, bro. And he was like, uh, he said, oh, well, you know, um, I can't give you your money back, but I get you another car. So he went out to Wisconsin, Somerset, Wisconsin. He got me, you remember that car. He got yeah. me a rusty, dusty, red. I mean, this was the dustiest 94 Buick LeSabre that I've ever seen in my life. When I pulled up with it, when I finally got it, bro, because I had to go out to Oakdale to get it. I, or no, Maplewood. I had to go out to Maplewood to get it. And when he gave me that car, 
and I and I think I think he went and just took the 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 the, the regency back. When he gave me that when he gave me that car and I pulled up to the shop, you talk about a roast. You talking about the ninety the floods in ninety seven? Oh, it was worse. It was mm-hmm. worse. Oh, it was worse. Oh, they got on me so bad. They got on me so so bad on the shop. They were like, man, if you don't get your Sanford and Son, where'd you get? Because they said you had a clean Regency. You had a clean Regency, and now you in the Sanford and Son. You had the oh man, it was, it was so embarrassing, man. I didn't want to go on no dates, nothing. I like, I was like a tadpole. I stayed in the house, fam. I went to work and straight home. Oh, I was like a tadpole. I didn't even want to go to the gas station. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> it looked like, look, bro, it looked like a rust bucket. It looked like Damn, it was going to literally fall apart. But let me tell you something about that car, bro. That car, the air conditioning was so cold. I would, You would have never like thought that. that the AC was so cold. People would have thought like, oh, man, this thing, the AC don't work. Man, that AC worked, bro. That AC worked. There was nothing wrong with that car besides how it looked, bro. There was nothing wrong with that car besides, besides how it looked. You know, but then I got, I think I ended up, I buy I bought Josh G's car, was a Chrysler. I, like you said, bro, it was like three, four cars when I had that shop. And you know, I flip them quick. I, I learned from you, bro, how to flip them quick. Like if it starts getting janky or whatever, man, I put that on Craigslist quick. I put it on, I put it on Craigslist quick. I you had a Cadillac Seville, bro. When it, when it gets proactive, you know how to get it, get it off. Man, I get it off. Like, I remember you had the Seville, and it had the little, it had the little, hold on, let me, hold on. I got to find the, the sound effects. Hold on, let me find the little 80s, the 80s little Dolby Digital sound effects. I remember you, you had like a Seville, as soon as it started, the check engine lights and all them little alien, you know, little Sigourney Weaver, you know what I'm saying, the little Sigourney Weaver lights. Damn, man. You, you got rid of that quick. Never will I buy a Cadillac with a North Star engine again. But oh. you know, you live and you learn, man. Some some vehicles is a high upkeep. You gotta know what it is. Man, you did not keep that long, bro. Hold on, let me see. Listen to this. this, this we gotta play this, and we'll go to the Welcome next back subject. To the Wizard Shop. For those of you who are just now tuning in and never, I love those 2005 Devilles. Oh man, them 2005 Devilles. But man, it's the, the North Star engine is to this channel before. Uh, hit the subscribe button. We're getting really close to 100,000 subscribers. Not necessarily the worst engine, but the des- design is really stupid. A steel bolt into aluminum, when you try to put those kind of pressures with just little fine threads, um, you can see some of the pictures here that the, actually pulls the f- complete set of threads out of the block. When you go to try to remove it, the Craigslist because people are like, oh no, I'm not I'm not buying one of those. I know the trouble with one of those. Let's open the hood on this and take a look around of the original head bolt. You know, you know what? The North Star engine was front wheel drive, remember? And didn't it take yeah. premium gas? Correct. My gasoline always supreme. Shout out to Mike Jones. Remember he said my gasoline always supreme. The North Star engines always took premium gas. And they were real powerful in the winter. Front wheel drive, right? Yes, sir. Okay, now Cadillac could have had a comeback from that. They were Dolby Digital. They had the they had the spaceship. They had the Star Trek Deep Space Nine Dolby Digital Dash. But man, them North Star engines, man. Every look, I used to always hear old white people from Edina say, "Yeah, every time you go to you know the the car lot, it costs you five hundred dollars just to plug it up to the diagnostic machine." I'm like, damn. 
That's bro, worse than they the used to, shout, out, shout out to the people who was getting over on a diagnosis before the diagnosis was diagnosis really like on a on a digital scale. These motherfuckers used to charge. Well, remember that car wreck shit, bro? These motherfuckers would be raping us now. We supposed to be we be the people, and that's why we gotta know our our uh we got we gotta know our vehicles and, and, and know what somebody telling us before they doing the shit. People will do service for your shit. I got raped. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes you can't help but to get raped because time is more valuable than money. I understand. Mm, bars. You you you, you pulled a sugar night on one dude one time. I remember that. That was even way before you sold the car out of the dude's nose. But you, it was something, you paid for something. And this was over on Hiawatha, I think. You remember that? It was something you paid and dude was not really trying to tune your engine. And your engine was sounding like Oscar the Grouch. And you were like, man, hold on, dude. Like he thought he was just going to be able to like put your engine in. Something, something wasn't, it wasn't right. I don't remember what it was. And you, you raised a fuss like, man, look, dude. No, you going to fix that. He was gonna try to man. do your engine. I don't know what it was wrong with your engine. It was a um, man, what engine was that? What car was that, man? It might have been the Monte Carlo. Yeah, it was the, it Monte, was the Carlo, Monte Carlo. Man. It was the Monte Carlo. It was the Monte Carlo. It was something about the engine that wasn't right, and he charged like an arm and a leg, and you're like, oh hell no, bro. The thing is, at the time, it's just like you know, the money is there, but the service is not. Right. That's where the friction comes in because people play us a lot of times when y'all go to auto parts or your you know your neighborhood auto shop, they trying to get an extra gouging off the gouging. These are greedy motherfuckers. How many times y'all ran to a, a side alley theme mechanic when you when next thing you know he supposed to be fixing on your car, he wants the money, and now you helping him fix on your car and getting dirty too, like. What the fuck you talking about hand you ratchets and hand you this and jack up the car with you, but you want the full payment. Right. Let me ask you this question real quick and then I'm gonna ask about because I gotta get into the tie holes. I need you I need the, the stack door analysis on the tie holes. So uh, you know, I'm after I paid my car off, man, you know how I feel about tie holes, man. I you know, I've always wanted like a good tie hole. And I had a limit. Um was the sour was the sweet and sour uh wonton sauce face was that the same face that the guy had when you sold that charger back to the same dude when you sold the old school over here in columbia heights how deep is your pockets was that the same sweet and sour face that he had man man it was just like you know i would say very much equivalent uh again (laughs) Again, again, when somebody thinks they <laughs> they DJ jerking you, you know what I'm saying. You just got to stay smooth in the transaction. And when he see, he knew he fucked up because not did not one increment touch his hand. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that's when he knew he fucked but, up. <laughs> I mean, between yeah, I mean between the like between the charge and you did it three times in a row. You're like, okay, smooth, the bro. charger, the old school, and then the house in Brooklyn Park. I'm like. Damn, fam! Like the realtors and 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 the and the and the car and the car, you know, the Midas owners, they're just they're salty. See, they used to beat niggas at their game. You know how they sold me yeah. that Tahoe? They used to, you know, what they you heard what now this? Let me tell you what the what the what the this is some old 1950s shit. We gotta play this. 
we we have to play this because a lot of people have not seen this. We gotta. This is how they play. Listen to this. This is how they play us. Here is what sales psychologists have to say about selling to the Negro. The secret of selling to the Negro is expressed in one word. That word is recognition. Now, there's nothing unusual about that. People want to be recognized. They need recognition. That's basic in all of us. But perhaps because he's had so little of it, the Negro needs even more. Did you he hear that? Be because, he've had, because he has had so much recognition, because he has had so little recognition, he needs of it the even Negro more. Needs more. Now, remember, we started off the show early. Oh, I'm home. I'm, in. I'm home. I'm out of here. I'm out. I want recognition. I want you to know that I'm home. Me? I wouldn't have went to the internet. Oh, I'm fresh out. Pistol charge. San Diego. Man, please. I'm over here. No. I'm not saying a word. I'm going to let my lawyer do the talking. You see, that's a mafia. You know what I'm saying? That's how they handle it. I'm going to let my lawyer do the talking. I'm not going to say anything. Now... But I want recognition because it's an ego thing. I was born poor. Mm. I was born black. I was born where I know they ain't going to give me nothing. I know that the stuff that they owe my ancestors, I'm probably not going to get it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man, ben, I want the world to know that I'm so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. And see, And, it, and, it, and if you allow, Mo, where does that get you in life? What does it get you if you just blabbering off and just throwing tantrums? Like, where, where, where is it really getting you? It lets the enemy know. I mean, I mean, like he said, let me play that one more time. See, that's why we bring history. History is important. They need recognition. That's basic in all of us. But perhaps because he's had so little of it, the Negro needs even more. He needs to feel important and appreciated. This need is a very real and important one. It shows up even in many of the Negro shopping habits. Anyone who sells or wants to sell to the Negro country. This is the art of war. This means we studied you. See, a lot of people don't understand, especially when it comes. That's why I wrote in my, my second edition, bro. I know it's very large. So you probably haven't been able to, you know, had the time to really look at it all of, all of it intricately. But I wanted to go deep down inside. And I want to say, look, you are being studied. See, we look at a lot of things from surface level. Like, remember, when the brother was like, we'll just buy your food. And instead of just moving on about his way, he lost his life. He decided to hit somebody's mama. Now he's in the grave. Very mm -hmm. unfortunate. Surface level, right? But when you really think way deep below the surface, you're like, all right, I'm being studied. The people that oppress you the most know more about your history than you do. Bars. Dang. <clears throat> the Queen of England, there's a, you know, the Queen of England talking about the Queen and stuff like that. When she croaked, people never thought about it. You had some Negroes out the Caribbean that was crawling on their knees. Oh, she's dead. And this, this is the person that is stolen from your ancestors for three to four hundred years. But you don't have any knowledge of self, so you're crying over this woman that never gave a damn about you in the first place and have, and have exploited your people for over five hundred years. So, and still doing it to this day, and still taxing on a thirty on a on a thirty percent uh, increase. Bars again, so so many bars, so many bars. So the thing is, is when when you get into the mind state, when you're looking, you're oppressor, and you're saying, "I want to be just like him. 
I'm not comfortable with being who I am. And your oppressor wants to have the knowledge and wisdom that, that you don't have. They would like to have what you don't, but they, they would like to have, put it like this. They know your history and they appreciate it. They understand it to empower themselves and overpower you. But you're trying to be like them. Can you imagine that? So they study you. They're like, well, damn, we can't beat them in basketball. We can't beat them in a head up, but we could beat them with the mind state. We could get them to feel sorry for themselves. We could get them to feel they don't appreciate themselves. When have you ever heard? I mean, you may have Britney Spears or something like that. Name me a white Megan Thee Stallion. When have you ever heard Brad Pitt? When have you ever heard Brad Pitt throw a phone to Angel- Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Ain't gonna happen. Now they may do it behind the back because they do all types of barbaric shit. They mess with sheep and all kind of shit. <laughs> Man, but I'm just saying. I'm just don't saying. They? But 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 far as us, they be like, well, damn, okay, well, how could we beat them? He said, well, they're not appreciated. They don't feel appreciated. How do they validate themselves? Well, they validate themselves against us. Gucci and uh, what's that stuff that they be with the devil shit of? Uh, Balenciaga and all that kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll, they'll use stuff and they'll say, the first thing they say, let me tell you what the dude said to me when I went to go get my Tahoe. Now, I could have got something else. and But he knew I kept looking at that Tahoe. My wife was telling me, Maybe you you ought to look at something else. You should you should look at something else. Just keep looking. But but he knew I was dead sent. He hit with the with the with the Negro. He hit with the Negro salesman template. He he, he hit me with that. He knew. So I was looking at that '95 Tahoe, that raggedy ass '95 Tahoe that cost what six thousand. Man, that shit wasn't worth twenty two hundred. But I was Damn. so dead set on it. I I wanted to ride Tahoe. Didn't even think about getting a diagnostic. And he he knew it. And I said, man, I want that one, that one right there. And he said, yeah, we can get a warranty. And, you know, we treat people so good because, you know, we're good Christians. See, he he hit me. He actually said that. Oh, we're good Christian people. We would never rip you off. I'm like, oh, man, it's 95 Tahoe. Mm. Oh, man, I've always wanted a Tahoe. And he was kind of thinking in the back of himself, you know what? This nigga wants to be accepted. I'm going to give him this Tahoe. $6,000. And then the Tahoe, <laughs> the Tahoe fell. Let me tell you, he gave me the Lake Street deal. The Tahoe motor, it gets conked out, man, in three weeks. Customer should know about some of these habits. Three habits in particular play a big part in every sales transaction. To begin with, most Negroes buy by brand. They ask for products by name. Did you hear that? Did you, bro, this is the 1950s. Did you hear what he just said? They buy by brand. <laughs> they, he didn't even say he ain't even got to the quality yet. He just said they buy by brand. Let me rewind that real quick. This is crazy. They buy brand. They ask for products by name. To begin with, most Negroes buy by brand. They ask for products by name. They're quick to turn down off brands. Buying by brand. That's the first important Negro buying habit. Now for the second. The Negro buys good quality merchandise. Symbols of quality and prestige are very important to the Negro customer. This woman, for example, is buying fine crystal ware. 
But she is also buying the admiration and approval of her friends and relatives. Man, did you just hear that? She says she's buying fine crystal brand, but she's buying the admiration and the approval of her friends and relatives. And relatives, bro. Did you hear that? So it's not just about buying the quality. I'm buying the brand and the approval and the admiration of Negroes that probably don't of like me peers. in the first place. My peers. Of my peers. Yeah, see? Correct. And see, that's, and that's, and see that's, that's what they got. The, bro, this is 1954. Nigga, do you know this is one year before Emmett Till got killed? Do you it's know that? Not, Damn, one. Say it again for the people in the back. This is one year before Emmett Till was murdered and lynched in Money, Mississippi. Literally. I, I, I just want to bring, bring that in. I, I just thought about that. I'm like, damn, man. Like, you know, so they've been studying us for a long time. They were like, okay, we know who you are. You don't know who you are. You have no clue of your knowledge of self, but we know who you are. So hey, you know, fine clothes and Gucci and you know, here's you know, 1960s. You can't get lynched for being with a white woman no more. Come on. You know, that that's very interesting about the buying. So like that was important to me. Like when I used to see you with the exclusives, and I would see, you know, um Chung Young Fat, he'd be getting all the money and Nike. I'm like, man, look, man, go go on, shop with stack dough right out the trunk. Get you some exclusive J's. Right mm -hmm. out the right out the trunk, fam. The you mm. the Bay Area right ain't nobody had exclusives around that time. I don't think folks understand. Nobody had exclusives like that around the time. He was like the nightly news. Nigga like down the he was like the down the damn rider like, of fucking like, Jays. Man, it was like MC Hammer, man. Without the entourage. Without the entourage. Without the entourage. I mean, you had stuff that they didn't even have at Disco Tees and on Lake, bro. I remember, the, you remember them shoes? I don't know what I did with them shoes, but I remember I had them shoes and niggas used to ask me all the time. Like, bro, bro, I told you, you I shoes? said, I told you, I said, before I told you, I said, bro, these shoes right here is going to get you so much attention, bro. I swear to God. It was it's like. Celebrity status. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like. And I ain't really go nowhere, fam. I mean, but but here's the thing. You know what was crazy? My my sales went up from them motherfuckers, bro. Damn. Yeah, people. Man, where'd you get them? Man, let me get that. You got this new David Banner? Let me get that. I, I'd be surprised. I'm like, damn, niggas, is this vain? You gonna spend some more money with me just because these shoes look nice? Yes. Our folks is that backwards. But you know, I had to realize that the price of business is like when when you're selling something, man. You don't want to look like Oscar the Grouch. You know, right. you want to you want to look like what you who you're selling to. Um, a lot of times, most of my customer base, a lot a lot of times would be women. They buy the R and B. They would buy non-biasedly. They would buy mixtapes. They would get their computer fixed and all of that. They would spend with no problem. They wouldn't be counting my pockets. Oh man, he. Man, he gonna do this and he gonna do that. And it was the dudes all the time. 98% of the time, it was the dudes that used to mm. be, man, you know. They, they look, I ain't, they'll, they'll buy a CD and then be like, man, how much money you buying that? How, how, how much you get per CD? I'm like, damn. Could you ask Wendy's <laughs> how much they making off a of double stack? You you would never go to Wendy's and ask anybody how much they're no, making off a double stack. How many times you would never ask a white person that, but you ask me. How, how many times they money? made an order 
And then when they seen the actual total cost cost, they shaved it down oh, to 50 man. Let me, let me tell you this, this, <laughs> They this, got you hyped. Oh, my gosh. They got gosh. you hyped oh, up my like they about to spend a whole Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you about the story. This this, this when I started starting the contracts, fam. I started, I started doing the contract because what times is I would do stuff like I would go over somebody's house. I'd fix their issue. And then they hit me with the black brother, the revolutionary brother talk. Oh, man. It only took you 15 minutes for me to fix you. Um, brothers ain't right. Why I gotta spend a hundred dollars? Now, mind you, Geek Squad charged two, three hundred. They were already complaining about Geek Squad hitting them for three, four hundred, and I'm hitting you for a hundred. Oh man, you fixed this in ten minutes. My password was I couldn't remember my password, and I literally fixed it in five minutes. Man, you should charge me half price. So they guilt tripped me and shamed me into charging them half price, fam. So I was just like, you know what? I got to a point where I was just like, man. I got, and it will always be the old niggas. It will be always with niggas that was 35, 40 something years old, didn't never want to pay. It was never the women. But, 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 the women but he riding never European. ever did that. He riding, he riding European and, oh, not even and riding that. foreign. Oh, they were riding the that either, bro. You got all they, the suits in the closet. No, they wasn't <laughs> even doing that. They wasn't even doing that. They wasn't even, sometimes I see the money. You know what would be bad, bro? I see the money. And they get ready, they're counting the 20s, and I'll be like, okay, how much is the price? A hundred. And then they'll be like, oh man, see, this is what I'm talking about. Black folks, they don't need to be charging each other like this. Man. Black folks ain't right. See, we brothers. We brothers. And I'll be like, and I feel bad, fam. You I feel your a, brother like that. I feel ashamed. I'll be like, man, I'll get charged. Just give me fifty dollars, bro. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's how black folks need to work. Do See, business. We need to do business. Like this is how black folks need to work. Now, if you go to, if you get your Jordans, if they go to a Beyonce concert, if they go buy a bag of weed, they don't try that. They pay the full price. So after a while, I say, you know what? I'm gonna get a contract. And I wrote, I start writing up contract, bro. I, I went Damn, to Geek Squad. Bro. I modified the contract. I went to Geek Squad and and copied and pasted on Microsoft Word, and I printed it out, and each time I do somebody's computer, and, and you know, it will be a lot of people to be offended. Like, man, what you trying to say? I ain't gonna pay you? I'm like, bro, just read the contract. Man, I don't wanna read. And I'm, I should think, like, you niggas like R. Kelly, y'all niggas can't read the contract? But you wanna... Like, I started freaking out, like, damn, niggas can't really read. One nigga almost got mad, like, what, nigga, what you trying to say? I ain't, I ain't literate? I said, bro, I never said that. I'm just saying, just sign the contract, just read the contract. I said, because I got to protect myself. One nigga got mad. He said, man, what you going to say? I can't read? I said, what? I said, oh, jeez, man. I said, so then I, I flipped it up even more. I said, you know what? I ain't coming to people's house no more, bro. Because what, what, what happened is I would fix their computer, right? And then mm -hmm. after I fixed their computer, man, brothers ain't right. Man, see, that's the problem. Black folks always want to charge a hundred dollars. You know, we gotta stick together. And they hit me with the guilt trip. And then I end up charging them half because you know I was young at the time. I didn't really know the price. And when I started knowing my worth, I said, I'm using Team Viewer. Install Team Viewer on your computer, sir. Install Team You got the internet. A lot of times people didn't want to install it. You know why? Man, let me tell you something, bro. I ain't judging folks, but motherfuckers be foul, bro. It'd be niggas with all kinds of weird shit on their computer. It wouldn't be nothing like mm -hmm. illegal, but it would be some weird shit. Like a nigga be like, "Man, come pick my computer up, man. I, 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 you know, I don't want you to log in and remote and, and fix it." I'm like, "Damn, bro, what's on it?" 
This nigga be having horses and goats. I'm like, nigga, you, you support bestiality? I'm like, nigga, you a fucking... They be so ashamed. I'm like, bro, I said, man, if you don't get this shit up out of here with... They be doing weird shit. I'm like... I, mean, I thought it was just like porn or something. This nigga watching motherfucking goats and shit. I said, nigga... I said, man, I used to have weird, it used to be weird shit, bro. It wasn't never no, like, it wasn't no, like, illegal, because I wasn't, hell no. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was some weird shit, bro. It was some real weird customers. And they would be real discreet, like, oh, man, just come pick the computer up. And I'm like, damn, what's on there? Like, what's on the computer? I just don't want nobody to know. I'm like, bro, what you got on here, man? Well, you know, just come by and take a look. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> you nasty as shit. I said, I'm going to just wipe this shit off. Get your viruses off. So, I, so niggas like that, sometimes I'd be like, man, let me get a 150. I'd be like, man, let me get an extra 50 bucks. It's hard to clear it off. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, let's get to the tie yeah, holes, man. man. The 2010 tie holes. We're going to wrap it up in a minute. The 2010 tie holes, yeah. man. What, what's up? What's the best version of the tie holes, man? If you're a young black man and you say, well, I ain't trying to stay with the Joneses, I don't necessarily want to be the 2023 the George Jetsons. Let me step back into Fred Flintstone a little bit. Reliable tie hole as opposed to the Lincoln Navigator. Remember Netscape Navigator, fam? Man, man, that's... Uh... The American Lincoln Online. Navigator. Lincoln Navigator, bro. It's, 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 it's actually self-explanatory. Um, of course, you know, everything you want to have to put some work in, you know, you're never going to never do nothing to nothing, right? You right. Know? Um, but as far as more bang for your buck, if you're looking for and as far as durability or whatnot, um, you know. Just don't be amazed if you do get profiled and be like, oh, this is black motherfucker driving because it's known to be like that. Right, <laughs> you right. Know this, okay, <laughs> know that. when you say the Nick, okay, does this remind me of the Lincoln Navigator? <laughs> do you remember hearing this sound? Oh my God, that dialogue <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> That shit just make me cringe, man. What was all the static? That's cringing the static shit, would go man. for like fifteen seconds straight. It, it would just go. It, it would, you know, it would just go a long ass extra time. And you know, your mom couldn't use the phone. You remember that, bro? Man, like, it was not sweet, man. You couldn't doubt you, man. I, what do we man, use? Shout out to AOL, man. Shout out to AOL. <laughs> That's broadband. Uh, you thought Terminator Two was coming after you, man. You heard that all them extra you know signal what? noise. Do you know what took twenty minutes to uninstall America Online on people's computers, man? I used to work on. It, it would take forever. Here's another one. <laughs> now I remember this. Now look, this was classic. We used to remember that. Ain't that classic, fam? Mm. That the, the, I remember these sounds. See, bro, this, that was dope. that was Windows XP. Oh man, bro, that was Windows bro. XP. That was when okay, Windows DS. I don't know. Nokia. 
Hold on. Let me see. This is another one. You already know what that is. You know what that is, bro. Come on, man. PlayStation. Damn, right, right, right. That's when it first came out, bro. That was the prototype. And then, and then, and then remember THX. Remember, we've been waiting forever, and it ain't never gonna happen, bro. The, 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 the Dr. Dre. Mm. We thought that the Dr. Dre, the new Dre album, was gonna be in THX, and it never came out. <laughs> he, he came up with that janky ass. He came up with that janky ass damn Compton bullet, that Compton soundtrack. Right. He rerouted the fans. GameCube. That was a classic. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, 2000, 2000. Now, this is one thing that I want I want to play. I want to hold on, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Let me play this first. We want to get some we want to get some good context in. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. This has a beautiful quote that I that I live by. It is easier to create strong children than to repair broken men. So it's important. You know, if you don't think that athletes should be articulate, you need to go watch interviews with this man. You need to watch our interviews of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali. There's a bar. Muhammad Ali spoke just as well as Jim, um, as, as Jim Brown spoke just as well as Dick Gregory spoke just as well as Malcolm X. You know what I mean? So my thing is black people should be articulate. And beyond that, from an education standpoint, education is truly the, the evening factor. And I'm not just talking about college. The education of trade. <laughs> a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer is a high-end trade. Those high-end trades are dope and valuable and needed, whether doctor, law, and engineer, but as are trades that are not considered high-end. I don't argue with my plumber. I don't argue with my lawyer because I don't clean up my own shit. That's just the truth. I'm not, I got to clean up this shit. How, mu how much you charge now? Okay, yeah. that's not true, dog. <laughs> Have you ever argued with your lawyer or your lawyer? No. no. How much it's going to cost to get this shit fixed? Uh, we you don't even shit. negotiate. So we need to teach our children that that education <laughs> is as important. So when I'm talking about tradespeople, welders, carpenters, floor mm. layers, brick masons, all of that education is important. It's also important that a plumber read Charles Bukowski or Oscar Wilde or Mark Twain as it is a lawyer or a doctor. We all should have fundamental love of learning. Frederick Douglass has a beautiful quote that I that I live by. It is easier to create strong children than to repair broken men. So do you do you agree with that quote that Frederick Douglass said? It's easier to create strong children than broken men. Do you agree with that? Damn. You know that's powerful, man. Um it's easy to make stronger children than broken men. We gotta understand how can men be made broken? Well, that means that they were broken children because, in the because, first because place, right? Before, before, before a man is broken, he has to be. A, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's negligence on his childhood. It always go back to the childhood, so it does go back to the childhood of of the. Um, um, the actually atmosphere of the child itself, what it adapts to. Would you, um, would you have more patience with the child, or would you have more patience with the forty-year-old man talking about he has no L's, <laughs> excuses? Let me hold something. What? See, how much more patience would you have? 
you know, um, shit, everything, time, time takes its course. Um, so there's no need to actually backtrack on the, you know, the elderly, you know, because he's, he's supposed to be wise already. And right. If a person, if, if a person is in his elder and he's like behind, that's red flag. So you got to understand sometimes as a people, you can't save everyone, but who we can save is the future though. So got to go back to the, you said we kids. can save the future. Yes, we can. There's an article right here that I want to read. Remote workers are earning almost. <laughs> I want to chuckle a little bit, but remote workers are earning almost 8,600 more on average than their in-office peers. But it's coming at a cost. Man, mm. they keep making me want to pay. Yeah, I ain't not gonna. Mm. No, but this is the article. Let me see if I can find this is on the Fortune FortuneHunter.com. But basically, you know, like, you know, I've been working remote three years and in regards to the trade, aside from a side hustle, like you have your, your store and I want you to quote that out again, you know, in a little while, but you know, you went to school for a trade. Where do you think learning trade? We talk about young black men now because our situation is different than everyone else's so when you were learning a trade um what could you speak to in terms of learning a trade well see learning a trade is universal so um why would any i will encourage any um younger um black male or even older because you know you can't put a, a age to define educational purposes right so so evidently um in this time of age um trade is is basically part of life um you are also you can you can you can read books all day long um and, and study the fields you work in but it really doesn't count um until you actually uh in the field of design of what your um occupational uh, uh stat is you know okay um what do you foresee um especially growing so up what I, go ahead so so I, what i'll say to the youth is um yeah or, or anyone man it is it, you can't escape the trade because you, you want to be hands-on in, in in any way of oh, that's a it trade uh you know uh learning the because some people are designed, um, you know, they might not be great at studying, but they're a genius, hands-on. You see how the different teaching tactics are? See, that's all it is in, in society. It's just that a lot of teachers can't relate to the students. It's not the poor education. It's the poor communication. Bars. Hello, Bar. Um... How can how can you educate me and your communication is off? How can how can you how can you how can you teach me as a teacher and we don't have you you, you, you know and we we have a big indifference where you can't get to me you can uh, a student can't be taught unless they want to be taught you see what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. That's a good. That, that's that's a good analysis. Um, now, what would you say? 
remember when I sent you the concept books and you got the care package? Yeah. What, Shout what out would to you, you bro. Oh, for sure, for sure. What what would you say was when you when you did you start off from the beginning or did you go straight to the Harlem Hellfighters? Like when you when you read it. Lost you for a second. I think we lost them for a second here. Let's try to call them back. Yeah, I think yeah, we had lost you for a second. Um uh, what was I asking you? I was like, oh yeah, for like with the care package and everything, with the concept oh, yeah, book. Appreciate what, that. Did you start did you start off with the fur with the very beginning or did you start no, off with No, 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 no. I'm different. I'm different, you know. With, with this with this with this um grand novel here, again I'm a I'm a repeat it to everyone, you know. You know, saying the concept of intricacies of being black in information technology. See, with this guy right here, um, you don't have to start at the beginning. So the the, the, the teaching that we always taught was read the book from the beginning to go to the end. No, this is right here. Of uh, I want to challenge anyone or everyone. This is how good this book is. You can start anywhere, any chapter, and then you can take it from there. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a uh, it's, you don't gotta go on chronological uh, order, you know. What would you say so far? So far that you read, what would you say was the most insightful and powerful and that you know powerful pieces that that you took out of it? Well, just seeing uh, you know everything is history, man. You know, in a history concept. Well, really, is really getting a, a background of you yourself, because you know, uh, some people can identify. See, everyone is different. So, but uh, speaking of me, without the relationship I know of, of you, you know, I can actually say that this book is is really a testimonial life experiences. <clears throat> so, so being right there is just like it's not just per se like. Z equals X equals Y. Like it's not is that you know it's not that, um, you know it's, it's not that it's it's, it's not that um, uh, 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 um, you know crazy to, to to break it down or or to analyze. It's really just uh, knowing what you're going to be uh, coming across of of in the field, knowing our history, and you know knowing how to adapt. In certain, uh, you know, atmospheres of knowing how to deal in the corporate. Because hey, man, you can be from the hood and be from wherever you from, but <clears throat> you got to turn that off uh, sometimes. 
uh, when you time when it's time to deal out of your world. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times since we're minorities, we're so used to dealing with our world, but when you step into another world, which is this book here, it basically tells uh, give you another aspect of life. How to keep a job. You know what I'm saying? Anybody right. can get a job, but damn, can you keep it? You see what I'm saying? How can you maneuver through the through the uh, the corporate world? It's a whole different aspect than just your, you know, uh, you got to know how to take, you got to have tough skin for this, man. And you know what I'm saying? With you uh, basically saying, you know, your testimony of uh, what you've been through, you're basically letting everyone know, especially of uh, people of color, of, hey, we know it's a, it's a virtue of uh, challenges, but um, you just got to play the game and not um, bring your emotions with it. Now, if you were, now, if you were to say, given the being that we are in the, what I call what will be uh, the ratchet renaissance. See, everything you're hitting on, you're hitting on all cylinders, if you ask me. It's not really just, per se, basically talking about your information. You're basically bringing back forth of don't forget that this information is out, um, that that just happened. See, you, you're going... You 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 segregate your how can I say I want you're you're basically integrating um the the past into the future of mm. um of, of 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 how to condone um you know and survival ways of you know taking care of your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I... you. I mean, like, I mean, I'm just not blowing smoke, but. Uh, your credentials speak for itself. Uh, when you put through so many people um, job placements, you know a lot of a lot of a lot of programs promising you job placements and they don't fall through. They just want to get your credentials and use you off as a tax write-off to, to bigger up their program and grow it in all uh, retrospect. But y'all, you know, you really follow through and and, and and gave people careers. Now, why would you think now? A great deal of Minneapolis, like we said, no prophet is respected in his own land. Why would you think the Minneapolis Department of Education didn't respond to my call? Well, you gotta understand. Um, when you when you know you have something, sometimes uh, the the uh, 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 a self answered response is no response at all. Hmm. Bars. I mean, if, if 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 you say, for instance, if you get into someone and you know that they got a crazy attitude, you know you're going to get a crazy uh, a crazy reaction. My thing is this: like, if can you tell us that's a pit bull by the way it barks? I can't. I definitely can't. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying in the retrospect. Like, say for instance, um, um. You know, some battles of some people, you know, you know, I mean, it's, it's blatantly there. The answer is blatantly there because my thing is this. You fight for what you believe in, correct? That's correct. You, 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 you back up. You stand for something, correct? That's right. So if a person don't stand for something and don't step up to the debatable challenge or to try to reconcile 
you're basically running away from your problems and you're not growing to be a better, you know, uh, corporation or whatever. You know, you basically saying, I want to live in this life and I like it, I like it the way it is and I don't care who's calling me out on it. What do you think about this right here? I'm not big into sports, but I think you probably follow along a little more than me. Yo, what's cracking? You know what it is. It's your homeboy Ice Cube. Um, and some of you may not have realized um, that I'm not part of the club. A lot of you listening to me right here, right now, you're not part of the club either. And what I realized with the club is what makes them so mad is when you don't want to be a part of the club, that pisses them off. What club am I talking about? I'm talking about the club gatekeepers that we all got to deal with you know who they are and they definitely know who they are um a lot of people be like what who 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 come on man stop playing so ever since ever since i put out the contract with black america Uh oh you know they've been here and there this and that but it's cool, you know. Let me stop this for a minute. And then I'm going to get to the stack door analysis when he, you know, when he's done. For, for, for those that don't know, the baby butcher, Jim, Tro- Jim Crow Joe 94 crime bill. Old Donald J gets in office and the fall on the, and, and, and the sky's going to fall and old oh Lord will. Oh, we're all gonna fall and we're all gonna go down to the pizza. All of them Negroes right. went off on a tangent and you can vote for who you want, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is I'm black first, all right? Mm. All of these Negroes went off and got mad because Ice Cube said, you know what? Let's go to the demonic Democrat liberal limousines. What do y'all got for us? Well, we have illegal aliens and LGBT and old minorities and all this. And we'll just, if you don't vote, the Republicans are going to do. They hit him with that. So he said, all right, you see what Donald J got. What do you got for us? So he, he's shopping the vote. He's saying, look, this is specifically for the descendants of slaves. If your grand grand, if your great great grandmama didn't work on that plantation nigga this ain't for you this is a contract for black america for people who built this country for free we need something all right let me go to both parties just like any other culture does let's be very clear any other culture does that they all do it jewish asian but when we do it well who he's he's tap dancing he's no he's going to both parties is saying all right nigga We've been giving you free votes enough. Specifically Democrats. Lyndon B. Johnson said it himself. I'll have those niggers voting for 150 years. Y'all mm. need to give us something. Alright? You need to give. That's big facts, bro. Y'all got to give us something. I don't want to hear about the boogeyman and if this person gets in and black folks are going to be worse, niggas already worse. 
There was more niggas that got killed by police under Obama administration. Facts. Damn. Give us something. <clears throat> so they got mad at him. Then when Jim Crow Joe got in, remember what he told us? He said, you shouldn't be disappointed. That's what he told the congressional black talkers. You shouldn't be disappointed. You need to work with the Hispanics. You see what I'm saying? So Cube, yeah. he did what other, other cultures does. It says, all right, beforehand, before we cast his vote, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? And they shamed him and said, oh, you supporting Donald. You doing this and you doing it because he went to both people. So what they did is they did some plantation shit. Tie a nigga to the whipping post. So that's what he's talking about. I expect that. Right. Um, you know, I've been working with, you know, on the big three for a long time. And you know how they've been with me with that. I done made it you know, plain simple and clear what they've been doing you know the nba been with us now a lot of people might say like well but kid you want to work with the nba really i don't give a about working with the nba what i want them to do when i say work with us is to stop working against us stop doing that bullshit behind the scenes that we know you're doing um mainstream media you know they ain't with us and that's cool we can do it ourselves you know what i'm saying we still on the rise without these motherfuckers so we don't need them you don't need them you know so what am i gonna do to deal with these gatekeepers well what i'm gonna do is go on a gatekeepers podcast tour and I'm going to go talk to everybody, everybody, you know, and get a chance to get my message out to the people. Um, be able to let people hear from me, you know, and, and, you know, you might agree, you might not, but the, the important thing is you know, for me to go on these platforms, say what I feel about what I think. And now I won't go on the whole tangent and we're going to get into another video in a minute and then we'll wrap it up in the next 15 minutes or so. Um, like we were talking about earlier this month, bro, people are used to black folks not being on our I'm not going to say that we're not being on our pro Tulsa and pro Rosewood, but they're used to the fried chicken. Oh, you got to come with your $25. Oh, we got to fix this roof. Like you was, they, they, they're really speaking to the old ass 65, you know, maybe even later than that 55, 65, 70 year old, just go vote for the, for the same, just, 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 Go along to get along. Oh, don't make a man. And, uh, they they used to they that's what they're using. They're trying to see if they could conjure up some old plantation nigga spirit. And you know, we're 80s babies. We just ain't got it. We just don't. We ain't trying to hear none of that shit. That's why you had folks like Chauvin, you had Potter, you have all these race soldiers. They're not getting the sentences we like. 
but they getting them sentences without a vote. You were boots on the ground to see it yourself. And that's why I'm, you know, I want to swing this back around before I forget. And you can let me know what was the terrain truly like you were live literally on 38th. So y'all wasn't really trying to hear this old, well, you know, you know, you y'all ain't nobody really trying to hear that shit from this generation and shit still got done. Right. What was your conjecture being on? Cause I mean, you, you told me some things, but, um, you actually seeing shit and actually modif- you know, being, being the, uh, I don't want to say gatekeeper of the neighborhood, but really, you know, like shit, making sure ain't no, ain't no slithering and ain't no slithering. You know what I'm saying? Going oh, around yeah, like, yeah. What, 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 yeah. what was your experience during that time? It's just, um, mostly like, you know, it was, it was, it was, a little, it was confusion, mm. but, but, but at the same time, um, it was, it was like, a, uh, you, you know, evacuation protocol, you know, you know, one of those, you know, those red button alerts, you know, that you just, like when the world coming to an end, you know, it's just one of those, one of those things, you know, just everything was haywire, everybody was just in a turmoil, you see what I'm saying? It's like it turned the whole city, it turned the city inside out, man. <laughs> It turned the city inside out to a point where, you know, like shit. It was it was just a, it, you just seen a lot of people just voice their frustration in, 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 in a lot of ways, man. Did it and, feel? And I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, like you seen you seen a mixture of everybody. You seen you seen white people that were um, not with the races. And, 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 and standing up for uh, equality rights, you know what I'm saying? So that was a beautiful thing of seeing that on the asphalt aspect of um, of people helping people as far as uh, food and um, donations. Of, I've seen people come together and, and, and put all, and see, we can do it as, see, that's why we're so superior as one as people because it doesn't just take one race. It, it, it takes really, uh, see that's where that's where we, a lot of people lose that with this black white thing, and it's bigger than that because we both, we, you know, what I'm saying we we, we both had an aspect to fight against the, the the larger power if we knew what we really had of a strength, you know. Now let me ask you this here: Were in, in your perspective, were you more apprehensive about? Folks not from around there trying to slide through on some slick shit like, oh, man, we all black and let me do a sneak attack. Or was it more like, OK, we got to watch out for the little Zimmermans in the written houses? Well, in, in any situation, uh, everything is on a lockdown. Um, so and, and, and as I say, within like. Uh, of of where that happened with George Floyd, within a two mile two two mile radius, in in a in a in a in a in a, in a uh, you know square uh, diameter, um, things had to get locked down 
like literally like if you if if it was so weird you can you can smell the the depth in the air that was about to come you see what i'm saying like you can you can sense like like it was a hunting season you know what i mean it was did, crazy, did it feel like man. you were almost like on Nor- the shores of normandy like did it really feel like a real war like damn they're like it, a was, war. it was like it was like vampire season man vampire season man and then you you know what i'm saying it's like that you know it was just like you know uh a lot a lot of uh people were just, uh, he, hey, he was even homeowners that was just protecting their block, protecting their home, checking on everyone else. So it wasn't just based on this shit. Everyone was gonna look out uh, 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 for a homeowner. If you seen somebody walking down the street that was from not from that neighborhood and you didn't see that, you was on alert because you didn't know at that time when people were in a state of emergency like that. Um, businesses and property business properties is not the only place that get looted right it's also it's also the homes as well did you um in in your experience would would you say was there not necessarily fear but would you say uh in your experience did it feel more deadly and volatile than y'all can word this year then like the 90s like kind of like the mid or late then 97 98 99 when well, well, your experience was just like you know one what I'm thing saying? is that the feeling is always from the 90s on to now um so the feeling is still the same once you feel like in the pit of your stomach like you know always listen to your pit of your stomach if anybody knows like don't ever ignore that um the feeling is the feeling the same like when once you feel like when it's about to get violent or you know you can feel it before it happens you just got to be ready you just you just don't know exactly if it's going to happen to you or when it you just got to be reactionary it's always the reactionary uh, fact of it so as far as uh, the difference man you know every era from the, the late 90s to the the beginning of the 2000 and you know it's always see this the thing when violence comes and and death comes you just never know when it's gonna come it's just so unpredictable man you know i've been i have been you know out of all the programs that i've done in covering a lot of the things that i've heard about in the city that i have been very very critical yeah. of black folks conditions even after this after all these little so-called and I don't remember I don't know all their names but these so-called nonprofits these so-called black lives matter corporate that is not boots on the ground but all these places that when stuff happens to black men being murdered they get a bag you know how I feel about the folks just sitting around collecting a check and I've always said it 38th should be Tulsa now the whole world has seen what has happened and I still call it 38th some people call it George Floyd I don't I don't call it George Floyd square you know why Mm -hmm. 
because black folks condition has not improved and i don't mean by you know like yeah i love smoking the pit and stuff like that but man at this point right now the city of minneapolis the state of minnesota they should have that shit fixed up like edina mm. bars can i say that again mm. Can I say that again? And you and you, like I said, you're you're a reputable resident of, of, of you know of, of being around in, in that area. You can speak. Tell me if I'm lying or telling the truth, fam. 38th in Chicago should look like fucking Minnetonka. Out of all the money that's been spent, t-shirts, people printing up this, oh, oh, we love Floyd and this, that, and the third. Out of all the money that's been spent, out of all the people that's been taking pictures, rap videos. I don't want to say no names. You rapping ass niggas rap videos i mean it's algorithms clout whatever around the world shouldn't this be like atlanta shouldn't shouldn't it be like 15 black businesses not by immigrants not by minorities not by i'm talking about by the folks where your great great grandma was on that plantation it should be owned and controlled we there should actually be a black police station not like that stuff that happened in Memphis to Brother Nichols, but you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, bro. Like, it, it it should be, it should be like a, I don't know, bro. It it, it, it should be something right. like, uh, it, it it shouldn't just be a place where, because see, this is what they do to a lot of us a lot of times. They'll hit, they'll give a nigga a statue, they'll give a nigga a street. Those are symbolic gestures. Oh yeah, that's hush hush. See, keep cool, keep calm. Well, Don't bring well, well, we got a name. We gave him a name. Ain't you happy with a we name? No. Name. Yeah. Where's yeah, the yeah. businesses? Where's the this? You know, the neighborhood should be a hundred percent black owned, a hundred percent black controlled, a hundred percent well. It it should look like he diner around this bitch. Yeah, so you're right, bro. You see what I'm saying, bro? Okay. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, you big back on that, bro. So you know, I mean, it is. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. Like, so, uh, but, but we, we understand why. We, we know, we, we know what the game is. We, we, we do. We, we, we really understand why on the way it is, and we know the game plan, how the city works, and stuff like that. Um, a couple episodes ago, I, I'm not sure if you heard it. But I did a good analysis on the Rico Suave. Yeah. Remember, a year ago, I predicted there will be a Rico Suave in Minneapolis. And it's going to be coming to St. Paul after a while. Facts. Facts? What did they target? They target long-standing sets, they said. The highs, the lows. The 30s. These are the places they targeted. Why? french fry if you look at the mayor he said there's going to be over a thousand events in minneapolis downtown they're cleaning the city we want our city back that's what they're saying the rico suave was just another scare tactic they are talking about bringing in another couple hundred people just like the ysl thing what do they do well we make it sit we'll make it sit for a little while because if we make it sit somebody gonna tell I seen a few names on there and I said, okay, I reckon I kind of recognize some of these people a little bit. Like I, I've heard the names before they've been investigating a lot of these folks 
you know, we know yeah. how to how, how to how to Rico Suave works. They've been investigating. It wasn't six months. They've been investigating for years. So they already got your evidence. So they're just like, okay, you 98% conviction rate, you know. So sure. at the same time, you know, you know how my stance is on the Bagland podcast. I have a very anti-serial hood hitter platform. Mm-hmm. If you harm some innocents, some women, some children, some some innocents that, that ain't involved in in, in 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 you know in the street game, whatever the case may be, you're not involved in that kind of stuff and you harm them, you know how I am. I really don't give a damn what they do to you, bro. I really don't. At the same time, you know, I know that okay, you could hit the Rico Suave for the brothers, but you can't hit a Rico Suave on what I'm gonna play for you right now. And I'll play this and we'll get ready to close it out. Yeah, bro, because I gotta get oh, it yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, right. Man. I got a couple hours. <laughs> oh my gosh, my bad, bro. Like, see, they don't have no yeah. Rico. How about we just do a continue? How about we just do a continuous on the last part? I really gotta hit it, bro. Okay, yeah, for sure. We'll, I know we'll go on for another two hours, G. I got, I gotta get a little safety sleep. Oh my gosh, I see. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, we four. Hours, I gotta chop this up. Hey, make sure. Hey, give them the website again, man. Hey man, I appreciate y'all, man. This is a Bagland podcast, you know what I'm saying, representative. You know what I'm saying? My man started it from the ground up, man. We're gonna build this platform, you know what I'm saying, to other ventures, man. We speak nothing but the truth, nothing but the truth, and nothing but the truth again. But anyway, you can catch uh Bagland Podcast and YouTube. That's that right, right, bro? Yep, they can type in Bagland Podcast on YouTube. Make sure they, they get your website, you know. Yeah, uh yeah, the website again is twins, you know, twins with a Z, pounds with a Z, you know what I'm saying, dot com. And, um, you know, every week just check on there for um, for up-to-date specials, man, as we uh, build up our inventory uh, uh, for this new launch. And, um, you know, we uh, thanks for everyone for uh, support, and we will continue to be entrepreneurs as we have always been. Appreciate you, bro. We'll have you back Appreciate on you, brother. pretty soon. We're we going to look at the analytics, y'all. We're going to do a, you know what I'm saying, a special watch number six. Yay, yo. Whenever y'all ready. <laughs> All right. Thanks, bro. Take care. All right, brother. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.